Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Don't worry. Do 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 our first execution of a live show, and it literally has been an execution <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> but we've got a great show for you. Today is January the 7th, so it is the day after the 6th. And I wanted to start out by saying that our last episode we had Tom on, and I had so much more to get out about things that are coming up. And you never know where the conversation is going to go when it goes with Tom. I missed a few key things that I wanted to say. However, I did put out some very key tweets. First thing yesterday morning, before the unfolding of all of the events, and I'll remind you of what they are, but let's first take a step back in time. We've had... The Trump presidency started four years ago. He was being spied on. There was a coup against him. It was led by Obama uh, and among many others. Mm -hmm. General Flynn, Obama warned Trump, you have two things to worry about, King Jong-un and General Flynn. Now... General Flynn was fired 30 days into the administration because of something that happened with Mike Pence. Yep. Clue number one. Now, Jesse and I have known some stuff about Mike Pence, as many of you have. There's a lot of allegations, and certainly Lynn Wood has woken everybody up to that. And, you know, he's doing this advanced D class, you might say. He's been on fire lately. Well, he he has, but he isn't now. That's right. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll get to that. So we had to watch things play out. There was the whole Russia collusion. The media was in flames about foreign interference in the election. We know that the foreign interference was was killery with the foreign leaders and there's more than just russia for sure right but this whole hoax was perpetrated on people then there was an impeachment what was the crime of the impeachment it was the fact that president trump had a call with president Zelensky about joe biden's crimes <laughs> so trump gets charged everything is upside down and backwards the justice system has failed. Big time. Nobody has been indicted. Hillary has clear crimes, you know, not to mention the crimes against humanity that are alleged and everything else, but just her private server selling off the State Department. These are huge crimes. Never went to jail, never got investigated. 
Nope. She got interviewed with all of her lawyers in there with with documents signed saying they were free, <laughs> like they were pardoned before they were interviewed. Yeah, before it even got investigated, they were walking free. The Flynn case showed first with Judge Sullivan about the, uh, you know, how bad judges were. And now we've seen the judges in the judicial system. You know, the left is saying with this, uh, this selection event that's been going on, don't want to get kicked off the channel just yet. But they are saying over 50 cases have been rejected. But did you know, and I'm sure a lot of you do, that not one judge has listened to the evidence. That's right. They didn't even accept the discovery of the evidence. Didn't even accept the discovery of the evidence. And then we've gone through this uh, pandemic, this bioweapon, and we've seen the tyranny, the actual intent of the left and the communist coup against the United States. We've seen exposed that it's multiple countries plotting against the United States, including the country that I'm in right now, which is Canada, yep. China, all kinds of Russia, you know, all kinds. And they named a, Lynn named a new one as well that has well, Italy on the back burner. Yep. Nobody's brought that forward yet. Well, it, it has been coming out. So Italy ran the satellites. Right. They ran the satellites that actually did the inner. That was the missing link that was. I'll uh, have to give you my theory, Jeff. I have a theory that includes Italy all the way back to um, the first couple weeks of Trump's presidency. Well, and I think it's not a theory, Jesse. I think you're exactly right. But right? let's. Let's get to that, and we'll get to some of the other things. I just want to give it a general picture to start off with, because it's important to understand what has happened, to understand where we're going. And ladies and gentlemen in the, in the audience, friends, family, new listeners, we're going to give you some hope today. <laughs> You're going to be singing. I, I woke up with the song, Joy to the World, in my heart. This morning. Why, why didn't we sing that one? That would have been a great one. To <laughs> no, no, I, I, I can do the speaking part. That one actually has singing, Jesse. You are the singer. <laughs> but you don't can, worry, be happy. It's yeah, good. I've done a fake guitar, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I play the stereo better than most. <laughs> so, all right, where was I? Then we, we get into the lead up to all this stuff. We've had the selection. We've had tons of evidence. It's irrefutable. There's never been as much evidence available as what we have in this case. Right. But no one has heard it. So we've seen every system fail. Now, then Trump invites patriots to... Washington, D.C., December 6th, promises it will be wild. <laughs> wild it was. <laughs> I would say it was wild. And he gave a speech there. And during his speech, a lot of people thought it was like more or less a concession speech. But I would say it was not. 
I definitely did not hear that as a concession speech at all. No, uh, in fact, it, but he had a he had a tone that sounded weak. He sounded defeated. I don't think so. Well, for parts of it, I would say that's true. Uh, I would say for parts of it, he was talking a little bit. And listen, he has to, it has to be. He has for this to work. He has to be absolutely weak. And by the way, like we've said, Jesse and I have both been in agreement on this for months mm -hmm. since since we've known each other. That if God is going to do this, it has to look like only God can do this. Right. I think we're there. <laughs> I think we're there. I think we are. <laughs> but I but it can get worse. And I'm going to throw something wild out today that's going to shock everybody. It's, it shocked me when it came to my mind. So, <laughs> All right. Now, in his speech, you know, he, he talked about these things, but he, you know, he mentioned Kelly Loeffler, who he had endorsed the night before. Yeah. She backstabbed him. He mentioned Pence a number of times in that speech, mm -hmm. he knew Pence was going to betray him. Right. Uh, in fact, it was made public before Pence's thing. Pence released the letter while Trump is still speaking to the public, but everyone on Twitter at least knew, you know, the night before, because right. there was some big bombs dropped. And, and quite honestly, Jesse and I knew way before that. Now, full candor put on the table here, uh, in our private conversations, Jesse, I'm not going to say what you said. I'm just going to say what I've said. I have said to Jesse many times that, listen, I know he was a bad guy. I know the evidence is there. I know all this stuff. I know who his family is. We know his connections. But because he has professed to be such a voice for Christianity, Mm -hmm. I have really, I had really hoped that he had repented. Yeah. I have really hoped. And I, and I believe that God is a fair and just God. And I think we have a fair and just president. And by the way, just because I'm in Canada, I am an American. <laughs> he is my president. I want to be very clear about that. Um, I think Trump has given every single person every opportunity to do the right thing. Yeah. He's exhausted every possibility. He has. I would agree with that. Okay. So that kind of gets us up to the speech. And people were walking out of his speech because they thought it was conciliatory. Now, then... And they were walking out. Yeah, of the VIP area and stuff like that. A lot of people walked out. Yeah, they were, but there was also people who walked out from that who headed over to the Capitol early as well. Yes. So. Now, tr Trump had said he was going to walk with them over to the Capitol. Was there any video of Trump walking to the Capitol? No, and from eyewitnesses who were there, it did not seem like that happened. It did not happen. That was a misdirection. Yeah. That was an intentional misdirection. And it wasn't that he was lying 
to the people, he was fulfilling his oath of office. Now, there could always be the excuse that, hey, listen, Secret Service said, hey, you know, Antifa has infiltrated. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's obvious. That's been proven without a doubt. Facial recognition. We've got the pictures. Everybody knows it. Uh, the Patriots actually tried to stop these people from breaking the windows. The Patriots did good. And I want to say right off the bat, we are against violence. Violence is not the answer here. But I got to say, a couple of these Antifa thugs got taught a lesson. <laughs> well, well, they were the last of them. You know, I believe you know, my theory is that a couple days before all this even, you know, there was stuff going up. Um, some of those tweets have surfaced where, you know, we, we saw Antifa or um, BLM or some of the other um segmented groups that were there putting out posts that they planned to be in patriotic clothing. Um, you know, so there were some people who, who tend to know where those groups like to congregate and uh, they always tend to arrive the night before. So I believe that there was military stationed in those possible areas of congregation a few nights before and so what we saw yesterday is you notice there wasn't a big group that stormed the Capitol. Those were kind of the remnants, those who were left. So. <laughs> yeah. It, and we've known for a while that uh, the military has infiltrated those terrorist groups. Right. Uh, they, they know where everything is. So before I move on to some decode, some different things, uh, I want to make a couple points here. And I've talked about the not wanting violence. However, there was a couple good things that came out of yesterday. Uh, and, and good can come from bad. We can agree with that. Right. First off, the good news is that the politicians were finally scared of the people. They thought they were untouchable. Yep. And they've been scared for decades. And I'll tell you how I know this. Because a certain amount of elites have been planning this for, well, it's really been centuries, but this particular phase of the plan has been about 50 years. Right. You don't plan something for 50 years and slowly take action step by step unless you're scared of the opposition. You just do it. Right. Absolutely. And they're so, not sure of the plan. You know, it's it's a step by step and each each step they have to make a decision if they move one direction or the other. And they were absolutely scared. Now, a couple things that are gonna happen here, and I shouldn't say are going to, because I don't want to create that. However, just using common logic, if you look at the Second Amendment, it gives authority for militias, mm -hmm. the three percenters. And it, they have prepared for this moment. This is what they've been preparing for. Like, yeah. And, and we don't want this. 
but on the board, there's a particular post, and I don't have it up in front of me, so I'm just going to paraphrase it. But these people, speaking of the politicians, the people involved in this coup, and, and by the way, yesterday's Congress exposed all of them. Right. You know exactly. So there's like, you know, maybe 30 people in government that are on the take. Right. right. And, and they were prepared. They were ready, you know, to take their stand to call. They were following the rule of law, calling for their um, objections like they were supposed to. And you knew exactly who those individuals were. And I think at one point they even surprised the other side, you know, when Pence was like, I forget his exact wording, but it was something like, well, do you have the signed document by the senator? And they were like, yes, we do. And the senator stood up. And so I believe at that point they were kind of surprised. And then Pence's, you know, response was, well, that is the law you know, go ahead and state your objection. <laughs> so I, I don't think they were ready for that kind of little bit of a fight. <laughs> no, it, but it, it was many. And then, you know, as soon as Pence had made his declaration, most of them just said, okay, it's over. I don't have to do my protest, but I said I was going to protest in advance. So hopefully I have a chance of reelection. And by the way, when I said 30, there's probably a handful of senators and I would say there's more uh, Congress people who were were really in there, but let's let, let me let me say maybe thirty percent of government. Actually, that might be high, but mm -hmm. there's about thirty percent that don't seem to be on the take right now. Most of government is going to fall. Yeah, I believe so as well. Lindsey Graham really exposed himself. Man, I knew that guy was a snake. And. Mark Meadows as well. I mean, it was crazy. And did you see like at the end too, when they came back last night, there was even an individual and I, I don't know who, which one it was. I couldn't quite tell, but he did a special handshake with Pence and put something in his hand. Oh, and I didn't actually, see that. He actually stops and looks at it and then puts it in his pocket. It looks like a token or something. So it was really interesting. And then as he's doing that, Nancy Pelosi starts like elbowing him to get his attention. Huh? It was really interesting. So I almost wondered if it was a double because there's been a situation like that before where an individual handed Pence something and he just, you know, he did the slide, he took it and he put it in his pocket. But it was the fact that he opened his hand and he paused and looked at it. And right away, Nancy was like elbowing him. Like, what are you doing? You know, so that was interesting. <laughs> <coughs> I did not catch it. Um, and uh, I got grief. Video. <laughs> I, I got grief on Twitter yesterday because I, I decided to go work on getting porting over all of our old Spreaker episodes, the pod being. It's like, I, I, listen, I didn't, I, I tried watching it. And I thought, you know, I'm going to catch up with the news because every time a Democrat or a rhino got up to speak, I just, I, I couldn't listen to it, honestly. And, you know, you can only take so much information in your head. I want to keep clear thinking. And, you know, I didn't stop researching. <laughs> well, and the fact that, you know, what made me mad is that they kept, you know, the, the biggest argument was that, 
you know, we know this election's been faked. It's a fraud. It's not the voice of the people. And, and they kept, that was their main thing is that if we, you know, decide we're going to make the decision, then, you know, we're not the Republic. We say we are, we're not respecting the voices of the people. And it's like, oh, hell, that ain't my voice. You know, how many millions of us did not vote for Biden? <laughs> so, you know, the fact that they were using that as a crutch uh, to not do discovery, to not take the 10 days to research, to really, you know, weed through the information to see if it was valid or not valid. You know, they weren't willing to do that. They weren't willing to do that, but Jesse, it's been over two months. <laughs> like, and we've had the evidence since day one right. on on this thing. So, so what happened? First of all, before we get to the certification, uh, because the Capitol was stormed, and by the way, this was a false flag. It was absolutely a false flag. It was a psyop. We have the videos of them letting them in, the, being directed by D.C. police. There's other areas where the gates were smashed down and there was some confrontation. I'm not dismissing that. But the thugs were at a special gate and they were let in. They yeah. got front row right to the windows. They didn't have to push through the crowd. So it was a psyop. Now... When they got in, Congress was compromised. So Congress had to evacuate. How do they get out of the Capitol building, Jesse? Through the tunnels. And I, got, I don't know if anybody else got to see the videos. Um, I kind of had this, whatever channel I was watching, it had a two-way view. So what was hilarious was that like you're seeing this outside view of the Capitol and everything is just peaceful and calm and, and everybody's just standing there nicely. And then you see the inside the Senate chambers and, you know, people at first people were like, you saw Pence got ushered out by secret service and several of the senators followed right behind. Well, then you see people coming back, back in but they're kind of like holding the door, like they pause to hold the door shut as they come back in. And then it looks like they're trying to decide and other people are talking to them, you know, looking like they're saying like, what do we do? What's going on? At one point, like this officer, like, you know, it looked like probably Capitol security came in on the left-hand side and she starts like trying to figure out how to lock the door shut. And I'm like, are they going to lock themselves in there? Like, that's that's not very smart. So they start deciding all this stuff. Well, then they get like kind of ushered out. And so there were some interesting things. And when they got ushered out, you know, we knew they went down into the tunnel system then. But then later there's like live footage, you know, where you see some of these interesting things that look like, you know, this woman supposedly got shot. Well, I saw two different videos. You know, the first one was like right on um, her and like there's a gentleman standing next to her and, you know, they, they had, uh, what do you call them? Rubber bullets. Okay. 
but it looks like she's like trying to come in through this side window or entrance thing. So you can't even tell, like, it doesn't look like she has a weapon. It, she's not coming in hostily. She's not screaming or anything. And all of a sudden she gets shot and the guy next to her turns his back. Like it's come from behind where the Senate doors are. So later I saw footage that, you know, it looked like um, they had live fire and so anyway, though, you know, this woman goes down and then it looks like she got shot in the neck. Well, one of the first things I noticed, absolutely nobody's doing triage. It, it's like, what in the world? Like, why are you not assessing the situation, assessing if she's okay? Um, they just like kind of get her out of there as fast as they can. Um, there were some things going up last night that said she was a veteran a Marine um, from the San, you know, California area. And so um, the way that the other thing is that when you use, you know, live, well, even if it was live fire, unless there's direct danger where, you know, somebody has a weapon, they always try to aim for kind of a neutral spot. They're going to aim for the arms, the legs, no, no, no. They always, they'll aim for the chest. They always aim but, for the center of the chest. But it was interesting that, um, you know, where she got hit, that it was in the neck. Like, you know, they don't usually aim for those areas. So those were just some interesting things about that. And, and listen, if someone did lose their life, we pray for their family, uh, particularly if it's a vet. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't believe the mainstream. I think the spin that we're seeing on all the mainstream right now, and by the way, I'm not discounting it. It could be true. Right. That's what we're I, trying to confirm, if that's true or not. We'll put but that. it's supposed to put the scare into patriots from gathering. And by the way, before the whole event, before the speech, everything, there were loads of bricks, loads of sticks, all dropped off. They got picked up off the streets. It was, it was supposed to be a lot worse. And by the way, to also prove it was a PSYOP, there were pipe bombs all around. There were supposed to be big explosions. This was a made-for-TV moment. Yeah, there were, I was hearing a lot of that as well. But like I said, you know, our military, they were aware of what was going on. They were ahead of the game. And uh, we just got it. I called them the pansies. We just got to see the last few pansies that were remaining in the fight. <laughs> so That's right. And now if, if there was a casualty, that wasn't planned for. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm not making light of it, but we are at war. We are at war there will be casualties. You have to expect this. Yep. So let's go back to the tunnels, Jesse. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Now I was excited about that. What's significant about the tunnels that run underneath Washington, DC and where do they lead? Well, I mean, they lead to some very interesting spots, but um, 
a lot of them lead to exits, uh, which would be through the graveyards or the different uh, old basilicas. Um, so that was very interesting. And we had people who were aware of those entrances and exits. So uh, the, you know, the other thing too is, you know, we got to remember these military as they've been going through rescuing kids, um, they've been closing off a lot of the entrances and exits. They've so, been sealing them up because there's a lot that lead to the White House. Right. And it was used by a previous administration for lots of stuff and previous administrations, I should say. Uh, but that was sealed up like right away in 2017. Yeah. And that's confirmed. And these guys, you know, I mean, they they depend on those who are protecting them to get them through those systems. But these deeper tunnel systems, which they would have had to have used yesterday, um, you know, the, the Secret Service are not fully familiar with those. Our politicians definitely are not familiar with those. So, you know, they were going into those tunnel systems dark, not knowing the ways out or, or where leads to where. It pretty much was like a little rat race. <laughs> and, and I think it was done to freak them out. Right. And I think they had no other choice but to turn back the way they had come and to go back and finish up the congressional hearing. So I think that was purposely done. And, you know, when they realized there was no other option, you know, you could tell that you could feel the change in their energy, that there was a lot of anger, I mean, they definitely, from when they first started to when they went back into that second hearing, you know, they were angry. There, there was a lot of targeted language. And, you know, they were specifically targeting Trump and had that attitude like, we will remove him. Like, we're not even going to deal with him. We're going to remove him. And, and don't forget, for months they've been threatening his family. They've been they've been calling for him to be tried for treason as soon as he's out of office. Yeah. For the crimes that they've committed, of course, you know they just project. Right. So okay, before we get back to when they came back into session, there's something else that happened. Trump made a 50 second video, and the 50 second video was very peaceful. He said, listen, go home in peace. We don't want, it was an anti-violence thing. And this is what got him kicked off of Twitter. Yeah, they, and they took that video down on several platforms right away. Like people were not getting the message. And, and you're like, if he's telling people to peacefully go home and get off the scene, why would you want to prevent that? Oh, and they were using cell blocking technologies in, uh, throughout the area. So the people there who he targeted with this message would not get it. Yeah, it was very purposefully done to keep people on the scene. Okay, theory number one, marker number one, just to keep in the back of your mind. And I'm waiting for confirmation on this. I have from very good source that that video was pre-taped before the rally. 
I'll just say that's an interesting theory. I think you're probably right on that. Now, there's also been newspaper articles that said U.S. citizens storm capital, you know, uh, and they came out at 9.30 in the morning. Now, check my Twitter feed. I've reposted it. Uh, my Twitter feed, for those of you new to the channel, is at O-N-Q-A-N-O-N. I have to say it like that. I've reposted the story. So even if this was an L.A. news organization three hours behind, that's still 45 minutes before it happened. Interesting. <laughs> and we've seen that. We, listen, we saw this with 911. They already had the stories ready. Yeah. They just got released too early. These guys are sloppy. We did. We saw that. That, you know, a lot of things, or, or they would uh, release things about disasters, but it would be something also that had happened prior, you know, scenes from footage of things that had happened years before. Exactly. Kept reusing the same scenery. So now let's go back. Having said that, the disbursement, and by the way, that's an important video, and I'm going to get back to why that's important in, in a few minutes. And I'm going to give a couple shocking statements here. So before we go back into the Senate, remember what their intention was. It was to certify the Electoral College. Mm -hmm. To certify means you're signing off, you're certifying that it was a free and fair election. Right. So yesterday had to happen. Now, bear in mind, everybody in that building knew that Ratcliffe's report was supposed to be out on the 25th, or sorry, the 18th of December, 45 days after the election. He came out with an overview of it saying that China, Iran, and Russia all interfered in the election. We know that for sure, but there's also more countries than that. But that that's enough. That's foreign interference in the election, right? Absolutely. Now, the full report has not been out because there's deep staters that are slow walking it. They wanted to get all the agencies to agree. But Congress was willing to go back in and certify with no investigation already aware there was there was interference they've all been briefed on this right they are certifying an election they every one of them knows is fraudulent yep i i'm not a lawyer that sounds like a maybe sedition treason very possible you know i think there's a high chance of that Definitely so, not acting on behalf of the people. Now, I do expect we're going to see a lot of declassification in the next week. In fact, there's one particular post that had a boom, 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 a week to remember. Right. <clears throat> I think we're there. I think we are, too. You know, and I believe, too, you know, I mean, there's a lot of, we'll just say there's a lot of booms coming this week. Yes. Listen, first of all, if you think Trump doesn't have the spine, uh, this is a this is not going to be easy for him. 
It's not. He needs a lot of prayer. He's making some huge decisions, and he knows the political fallout right. is going to be massive. But that's why the media has to go down. Absolutely, yep. Let's go back to the executive order. He has the power to take out the media. He has the power to take out the big tech companies. He has the power to freeze all their assets. He has the power to do all this stuff. And Trump has already said, we're not doing martial law, but there is something written in there called the Insurrection Act, which, by the way, in the COVID relief bill, the Democrats tried to sneak in a little sentence saying you cannot uh, use the Insurrection Act. (laughs) (laughs) Just that little sentence that, you know, they were trying to give themselves a little leeway there. Yeah. uh, Thankfully, you know, you can search a 58, the hundred page document with just a word search, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. I wonder if insurrection is in here. Oh, it is. (laughs) So, how does this all start to tie together? And by the way, uh, back to Trump not marching with the people. Where did Trump go? That's a good question. What's your theory on that? Well, it's more than a theory. I believe that there is some proof of it. I don't have it up on us right now. I was struggling too much with the technical stuff here. But he is... He went to Texas, to the Army Command Center. Interesting. He went straight to Texas. So he had to tell all the deep staters, hey, I'm marching with these people. I'm going to be with them. Misdirection. He goes to Military Command Center. Now, I'm going to read something to you. And this comes from June the 4th of 2020. And, oh, let let me preface this real quick. So, again, Trump's Twitter feed is banned. Right. Um, Also, Lynn Wood is banned, for what it's worth. Both of them got cut off right away. (laughs) General Flynn has been silent. Now, unless he said something this morning, he been, he's been silent. Right. Sidney Powell hasn't. <laughs> She's saying, just do it. Do it. <laughs> so we have to remember, now, Trump only has a 12-hour suspension. It's on, and by the way, the 12 hours, they say, starts once he removes his video and his previous tweets about of fraudulent election. Once he removes those, then the 12-hour suspension goes. By the way, Mike Pence stopped following Trump last night. Wow. Hmm. Mike Pence's staff was not allowed in the White House yesterday. Interesting. This is this is before, before. Pence did the thing. So Trump knew. Right. Trump Trump knew this was going to happen. And if you listened carefully to his speech, why would he say it three or four times? Why would he call these people out? I hope he does the right thing. (laughs) Now, about nine o'clock yesterday morning, I had tweeted, I wonder if Pence resigns today. Mm. 
Now, I don't have confirmation that he did. Right. But I would say that was the resignation pretty publicly, <laughs> you know. All right. Let me let me read what I was going to read now. Red one. POTUS Twitter removal. Red two. Central communications blackout. Continental U.S. Red three. Classified movement. Pelosi or Pence. Red four. Movement of military assets, 10th Mountain, 1st Marine, to central locations under guise of riot control. Red 5, National Military Calm Center. Red 6, Sec of Death Instruct 1, USSS, Castle Rock. What does this mean? And by the way, these do not necessarily have to be in order. That's right. important. We have the Twitter removal. That has happened. They've removed the President of the United States from Twitter. Communications blackout has not happened. But there's a couple ways to interpret this. Could it be just he cannot communicate with the U.S. because he can't on mainstream media? They're not giving him a fair shake. They won't. They're calling for his head. And by the way, that's why he's going to do this. If anything is going to urge him to have the, the uh, testicle fortitude to do this, it's the fact that his family's life is on the line. Right. So is this a national blackout of all of our stuff? I'm leaning that way that the media has to go down I'm leaning. for him to accomplish this. Yeah. But it could be another way. Classified movement, Pelosi or Pence. Now, I don't think this has happened yet. Although yesterday, Pelosi and Pence were removed by Secret Service. Right. Both of them were. I don't think that that is it. Now, the movement of mill assets, 10th Mountain, 1st Marine. This is really interesting. This is the division of the Marines. The Marines are directly under POTUS power. Right. This is the division, if my research is correct, that President Kennedy put in place because he was worried about the intelligence agencies. I think you're right. That's the same information that I have. Now, they've been moved to central locations under the guise of citizen riot control. Yep. There's been riots all around the U.S. It wasn't just Washington, D.C. There's all kinds of state capitals. Yep. And by the way, we've had military dispersed through vaccination uh, disbursements and stuff like that. Right. I don't know. Red 5, National Military Comm Center, Texas. Yep. This is where Trump was. I don't know, st may, might still be there, but he did go there last night. Mm -hmm. And there, there's lots of evidence to support that. Red 6, Secretary of Defense Instruct 1. 
Okay, so we don't know exactly what that instruction is, right. but the plan is in place. USSS, I'm not sure. Castle Rock, this is important. Castle Rock, at least through myself, my interpretations and reading all these posts, because there was one called Castle Look previously, but right. Castle Rock comes up and my best discernment of this is Castle Rock means White House secure. Okay, and others could interpret it differently. Look, I don't have all the answers, but this is what I'm thinking of what my discernment has been teaching me. Okay, so this is a really important post, and this is kind of laying out some stuff. And by the way, we have some timelines, like, January 20th is the constitutional date of timeline. Can that be pushed back? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, we don't know. We've never been here before. <laughs> like, you know, we've never been here before. Right. Now, we don't know. We do know God is involved in this. And right now, it looks like it's impossible. They've certified Joe. It looks impossible. It looks that way. Yep. However, in the physical, man can still do some things. So what are some things on in play? Certainly, we go back to that executive order of September 12th, and we mentioned the Insurrection Act. What is the Insurrection Act? So in essence, you have to be in a state of emergency. We have been in a state of emergency since that executive order was written. Right. So precondition, state of emergency, sent. We have to justify things by every level of civilian order has failed. Mm -hmm. Courts have failed. Politicians have failed. Every The police have failed. The mayors. That, everybody has failed. Everybody has been exposed now. Everybody. And we're even worldwide, not just continental U.S. The allies of the U.S. have been exposed. The ones, you know, look how many people, look at Netanyahu calling Joe Biden right away. Congratulations, Joe. Yeah. That one surprised me. <laughs> but, so the Insurrection Act, we have to have these preconditions. One of the other preconditions for the Insurrection Act is the president has to make an attempt to disperse everyone in peace. Mm -hmm. He made a video, 50 seconds long, got him banned from Twitter. Why don't they want this video to be seen? Because for him to trigger the Insurrection Act, he had to do this video. Hmm, interesting. He had to do it. That's part of the conditions. All conditions are met now, by my estimation, yep. for him to pull the Insurrection Act. So now, let's examine what the Insurrection Act is. It's not martial law. What it is, in general terms, and I'm not a scholar on this, so forgive me, but in general terms... I did read what it was a couple months ago, so I'm going a little bit by memory. But in general terms, it is the military 
taking over civilian systems until order is restored. Right. So that would be government. That would be courts. The civilian justice system has all kinds of loopholes, has all kinds of things. Now, from my understanding about military justice, it's pretty swift. Right. And some of this stuff may have already happened. We might have seen people wearing masks. We might have seen doubles. We might have seen people just acting out part of a movie because everybody has to wake up. Well, we're awake. A lot of people still don't understand what's going on, but we're awake. Right. So man, Trump and the team who have played this all out, and you have to trust the plan. Because it seems that the plan is falling into place. We didn't see how this is all going to work. And if we could see it, they could see it too. Because they watch the boards probably closer than you and I. Right. Yeah. Right? Everything's been laid out since the beginning. And future proves past. Some things you don't know until you're right in that moment. That's the way it has to be. Right. Uh, and by the way, the other side sees more than we do. <laughs> They, because they know some stuff that's going on. So all this stuff is happening, but man still has a way to do it. Trump can do this without God. Now, I, I'm going to make an argument here against that, but I'm just saying in the physical, he has these things. He has the military. The military is powerful, right? Most powerful in the world. However, I'm going to say, how does God work throughout history? And he, he works each of us. Works through his people. And, you know, Gideon, did he get some intel about his army and the battle he was going to do against? Yep, the Lord gave him that ahead of time. So there was a plan ahead of time for Gideon's army. Yep. And, by the way, Gideon had an army of, I forget how what the number was, but it was a pretty good-sized army. They were way Originally, I think it was 300, it was like 300,000 or 3,000, 300,000, something like that. Yes, 3,000 against 180,000. Yeah, and God weeded it down to 300. And weeded it down to 300. I think we've seen some weeding down. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I would say, although man has a play here, there's no way anyone could have put together this story. And by the way, think of how, if I shouldn't say if that's weak, when the plan is fulfilled and God is glorified through it, that's why God is all through the posts, by the way, they're acknowledging this is for this. God is in this thing. It's going to be biblical. Nobody, I don't care. The best writer in the world could not have written this script to play out this way. And, and you know, Trump is going to go down in history forever once this is gone, pulled off. He, he like, just like we reflect on David. Right. You know, and that's how big this name is going to be. Thousands of years. So here is my point with this. Man still has a play, but God has to get the credit. Maybe this has to get darker 
before it gets better. Every other show right now, and I watched a couple other, just see what other people are saying to cross-reference what I'm thinking. By the way, I listen to other shows. I don't repeat their stuff. Sometimes if I think it's right, I do. And sometimes I'll even give them credit. Most of the time I take a piece of what they do and then I put it together with what I, what I know. Right. Okay. So I make it my own. But here's how it could get worse. I have long predicted, Jesse, that the first arrest would be Obama. Because the first arrest will shock the world. Now, it would shock the world if it was Pence. It would shock the world. I wouldn't shock the world if it was Hillary. I don't I think she wouldn't count. <laughs> but the first arrest is supposed to shock the world. And I don't know, as I said, Obama is a guess. What if it's President Trump? I've had those same thoughts. Then it's a real God thing. <laughs> you know, there's no way out of this, right? right. But it may be now, even else because, you know, I kept thinking of that it's going to shock the world. So somebody that everybody least expects. Now, if that does happen, uh, I, I pray God forbid, you know, uh, we can't stop whatever God's plan is. God is sovereign. He's in charge of this. But there would be a lot of death and destruction in the streets if this happened, in my estimation. Yeah. And so, but you know what? Uh, maybe that saves court time. <laughs> Maybe that saves the uh, the lineup for the firing squads that are now in place by Trump for treason. Hmm. Yeah, I'll add I'll add one more secret uh, in all this that uh, you know. I mean, I absolutely could be wrong, but I, you know, there's just so many coincidences in all of this. Um, but we've talked about you know, the former queen mother of darkness and the mothers of darkness with the occult. What's interesting is that Castle Rock is also the name of a Frank Lloyd Wright house, a very particular one that happens to be in an area where the former mothers lived near. Um, and uh, that original tweet is dated on a date when the military happened to be in that area. So we shall see what happens, but I don't think that that is by mistake. Um, so part of me wonders if maybe the arrest may be a complete surprise to everybody in the world, you know, if they arrested somebody that nobody expected that proved everything that's been said all along, how high this really goes. You know what? And I have to agree with that theory and there's many parallels in this. And so the one thing, you know, because this is more, this isn't about the United States alone. Uh, the United States is a focus. This is about the world. The world is at stake right now. Your life, your kids' lives, your parents' lives, your grandkids' lives 
are all on the line right now. If people under, and, and most people around the world do not understand this, Jesse. Right. And people will differ politically. And there's a lot of people who are indifferent politically. They just don't care. They just don't pay attention to it. Well, it's all corrupt. We know it. Live life. Go get your paycheck. Go home. Make soup. Go to bed. You know, watch, watch TV. Go to bed. A lot of people live that way. But most people in this world, no matter where you are in life, financially, politically, most people are good people. And it's the crimes against humanity that will bring the world together. Yeah. And the crimes against the, the children, which fall into that. But Yeah. Well, particularly against children. Now, having said that, that's horrific and it's going to be shocking to everyone. So how do you balance that out? Well, justice, that helps to balance it out when you have proof and there's justice. But this is where the economic reform comes into. Listen, not only are we taking all these bad people, we're ending these crimes against humanity, these crimes against the children and crimes that are just gross. But you're going to have a good life for the next foreseeable few years. Right. And, and, and I think that life isn't going to look like how we expect it to. Um, you know, we have to remember, we're not just talking a few hundred thousand children here. Um, you know, this is bigger than anybody could imagine. You're talking, you know, years, generations, up to five or more generations of you know, women, children, people who have been kept underground, people who have been born without birth certificates, without, you know, don't have parents. You're talking children, you know, that are um, left after disasters that, you know, were manipulated and formed just so they could get a hold of those kids. You know, they've killed all the parents and had this mass amount of children they bring from third world countries. Um, so we have to remember that part of this is not just admitting the crimes that have been done to this mass amount of children and people, but now these people deserve life. They deserve to experience community. Um, and this is gonna be our duty, you know, as citizens of the world, you know, these are our children they don't have anybody else over them or claiming them. You know, it's going to be our job to tend to them, to care for them, um, to make sure that they have everything that they need. And uh, people need to start preparing their minds for that. You know, it's not just about us and our individual families. Um, you know, I think we're going to very quickly realize you know, as scripture talks about the body of Christ, that, you know, there's this collectiveness among all of us. Um, we're going to very quickly realize how extensive that is, that we are, you know, one with everybody, no matter what country, what race, um, we all belong to each other. We do. And 
our job and your job as one of the people listening to this, one of the people who's awake. And by I, just while you were talking there, Jesse, and what you said was really important, but I, I'm also kind of reading the chat as I realized that we've ignored it. Well, I've uh, been watching it. <laughs> there, there, there seems to be a couple trolls in here. Yeah. So as we move forward, we're going to get some moderators and stuff like that. We'll, we'll take care of this. And by the way, uh, please do hit the like button on this because it'll keep us, you know, from, hopefully keep us alive a little bit. Um, but Jesse, the original plan for today was to talk about something so big and really where this thing goes. And we won't have time to totally decode it. But can we just give like a, a three to five minute overview without giving the names of the books, the organizations, just to just to give people, and by the way, because I, and the reason I don't want to give these is because I want to do a proper decode on it. Some of the material, if you read it without discernment, can be very misleading. Right. So I want to introduce the materials for everyone to do. We're not hiding any secrets here uh, at the time when we do a decode, but I think it's important to lay out what is going to happen in the next few years uh let's say three four years to ten years well we have what we have at its base is um these books that we're going to be talking about um are very high level esoterical books um for the top of the system and when you break that you know the at the highest levels break it down you have a dark side and a light side to the system. What we're watching happening now is that that dark side is literally being uprooted by the light side of the system. And when we say light side, does that mean that they're any less evil? Not, no, it doesn't. Um, they all work for the same system, the same master. Um, but that light side is, is taking over, they're taking control that light side's job and duty is to usher in the kingdom of the antichrist and to prepare things for the beast. So, so let, let me just jump in here, Jesse. I want to make something clear. Uh, and that, then I'm going to ask you to continue, but the light side is letting the exposed dark side go down right now. Yeah. They don't care about these people. That's what Jesse and I have been pleading for these people. Look, if you think the devil is honorable in your deal, he's going to sacrifice you first. And by the way, the communists do that too. The people who are taking the dough right now, it's the same thing. It's the same trap. You're the first to get cut off. Yeah. It's kind of like those MS-13 guys who took out Seth Rich. Loose ends. Yeah. Gone. So... The light side is rising. These people are going to be foreseen as the greatest people in the world, real philanthropists. You know, they helped fight with, you know, us to bring down the evil. They are evil as well. And they are letting the dark side fall. If you're waiting for the arrests to happen and stuff like that, this is pretty much confirmation that it's going to happen. This is the big picture that we have seen for a long time, but 
We just couldn't talk about it because it wouldn't make a lot of sense until most people have seen it for themselves. Did I overstate anything, Jesse? Nope, you're right on with all that. Yep. Right on, right on, right on. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, we are definitely going to see this light side now rise up. And a good word to describe them is deception. You know, s scripture talks about how um, Satan, Lucifer, was the angel of light, and he appears as an angel of light. So think about that deception that just as he's an angel of light, so his workers also appear as angels of light. And as we're going to bring out, I'm not going to share specifics here, but we're, we're going to show you straight from their materials. So this is what they learn. Uh, this is what they memorize, what they take in at the core. And we're going to show you how their language um, is so deceptive, even as a Christian, if you were not really walking in the Holy Spirit, you would be deceived by this. You, you would say, hey, this person is a fellow Christian. This person believes the same things that I believe. And um, so we're going to bring a lot of that out. But, but that's the big picture. So yeah. the dark side is going to fall. Uh, and now I'm, I'm relying on some of the prophetic words that we've heard. And by the way, I'm all in on these prophetic words. And, listen, and, and by the way, especially the guys that I've been posting here, and I'm going to continue posting them because they're putting timelines. And look, if they're exposed as a fraud and I bought into it, I'm gullible, okay? It doesn't mean that God doesn't speak through prophets. There are going to be false prophets. But this particular one that I've been, this Kent Christmas guy, and I don't know his past, maybe his past is checkered. I believe his words <laughs> are pretty spot on at the moment. And, you know, other guys, when you listen to Kim Clement, who I know was a prophet of God, like, you know, this guy was probably the greatest prophet of our time, Jesse, the things that he said, and, and Mark Taylor, to be honest, uh, you know, a lot of people criticize him. Look, I, I agree with many of the things he said, and it's resided with what God has been speaking to me since for years before I even heard of Mark Taylor. So, you know, this is where, this is a point of view. This is where I'm coming from. But, so we have a point of view saying, look, the dark side's going to fall and we're going to go into a time of prosperity. Now, Kent Christmas has said specifically four years. Uh, Kim Clement had said, you know, look, it's going to be two terms. Mark Taylor said two terms. Board judges are going to fall, all that stuff. But, it's, oh, I, okay, I got to get back. I have another point about Pence. Break, let, me, let me come back to that. But we're going to go into this time, but the way I see it is this is when that light side rises. Yep. And, you know, we've been lulled into our sleep again, our slumber, because the Lord has provided for us well. This is, again, it, it's the people coming out of Exodus mm -hmm. who you know, had all the wealth of, of the enemy, and then they started building other false gods. Now, what are false gods today? Maybe you're not going to make a golden cow, but, you know, the, having that uh, big, beautiful house and bragging about your vehicles and, you know, buying boats and buying this and buying that, worshiping your materials, I think, is the greatest thing right now. Or, you know, it could fall into sexual stuff. It could 
go many ways, but people are going to get comfortable. And I've been saying this for months. This is when you have to become a great steward. It's in this time that you have to become a great steward. <clears throat> I realized, by the way, the Spirit of Money one uh, was never posted on Podbean. So for the Podbean people, I'll be posting that. And I posted your first two interviews yesterday, Jesse. Okay. Awesome. Uh, because they weren't on Podbean. I didn't realize. Yeah, no, you know, I agree with you. I think um, I think the greatest sin that's going to be easiest to fall into is pride. You know, that, that look at how we are, that we have peace, we have prosperity, we have wealth. Um, you know, we do love our neighbors. We, you know, people are going to have just all these concepts that, that there is no need for a savior. I've committed no sin. That's the greatest deception. Scripture tells us, you know, is that pride that those who say, you know, I have no sin. And so that is what we have to be most cautious of is, is to realize that every single day, you know, as long as we're in these earthly fleshly bodies, we are in desperate need of a savior who you know, a God who's sovereign and almighty and really cares about every detail. You know, I mean, if, if we think about it, Satan has to go and ask permission for absolutely everything he wants to do. How many of us submit ourselves every moment of every day to the Lord saying, okay, Lord, in this moment, what is your will for me? You know, if, if we're not doing that, we're in that operational mode where it's like, I'm stepping outside of God. I can do this. I can make this decision. I, I can just do what I choose to do. And it's good. It's right. You know, to some extent, we've got that free will, but there's really a, a fine line there. And it's a difficult spot to be in. You know, when I, when I first got saved, Jesse, and this is, in 98 is when I was saved. You know, I had such a, a download of God in the Bible. And by the way, I, I read the Bible constantly. And I had the CDs playing when I was in my truck. Like I did nothing but scripture for, you know, for the first while. And, uh, you know, then I became a teenager in the Lord and, you know, kind of went off and did my rebellious thing again. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's certainly been a ride that way. But, I, at the time, Jesse, I thought, when we get to the end times, man, I just want to be on my knees the entire time. Like, how stupid are we not to be? And yet, I'm going to confess, I feel we're in the end times or end days, and I'm not on my knees 24 hours a day. Right. And so, but I don't feel guilty about it. And I'll tell you why. Uh, first of all, I do pray a lot. I'm surrounded by people who pray a lot and that helps me. But what I've been doing since being saved, and in fact, even before being saved, I was deprogramming myself from the world. Mm -hmm. And so by deprogramming myself, and we, I, I can do a lot of teaching on this, um, removing what Pharaoh has taught you, essentially, and looking at life in a different way. But by doing that, my thoughts are more in line with God, no matter what I'm doing. They're more in line. And 
So, you know, rather than having to physically be on my knees as I navigate life, and I and I think you as well, Jeff. I know you as well, not, but but I am communicating with God constantly now. Um, and and by the way, you know, the, the, this isn't putting Jeff on a pedestal <laughs> by no means. Listen, myself. <laughs> no, no. I, look, I, I'm a sinner, and there's some stuff in my life that I'm ashamed of. You know. We, we all have that. None of us are without sin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be the one to throw the first. None of us are without sin. <laughs> None of us. Only one lived that way. So, oh, what was I going to say about Pence now? It was an important point, too. <laughs> My mind just got in so many different no, directions, Jesse. Sorry. <laughs> it, it will come up again. But trust the plan. These next couple weeks and maybe it goes past the 20th who knows uh but there's going to be some stuff coming out and you know i I think every channel who reports on truth none of us know exactly how this is going to work and it seems like we're pushing the goalposts further and further back yeah and and we are (laughs) that's the truth because we didn't know it had to come to this election now that it came to the to the selection we read the oh my goodness it was there the whole time but you don't know until you get in there. If they lit, if they wrote out the plan, if God revealed the plan to everyone, then everyone has it. It won't work. Right. So be of good cheer. Uh, this is going to be wild. The best movie ever written. The best. I agree. It, it's going to be quite good, especially as it gets close to the end. <laughs> You know, I do have a regret, and I thought about it this morning, and it's been a thought that's came around before. I really wish I'd chronicled every single move in this game. Oh, that would have been really good. And then, then be the first out with a book. Right? You know? <laughs> These were the chess plays one by one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be, and there's because there's so much detail. Yeah. Um, you know, I really, I'm sure someone has, and God bless them, I'll buy it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Speaking oh, yeah. of books, Jesse, more people need to buy your book. Your book is so incredible. And if you don't believe some of listen, well, I shouldn't say if you don't believe, but if you want to know about more how his kingdom comes in power, you got to get Jesse's book. Jesse has insight that really, well, maybe four other people in the world currently share some of those experiences that you have, Jesse, Mm -hmm. but they don't have the experiences of crossing over to the other side. So in fact, you are the only person in the world with the knowledge set that you have. And so his kingdom comes in power is written from a perspective that nobody else could do. Jesse has experienced the supernatural that most of us have never done, never come close to the supernatural experiences that she's had. And by the way, as as I mentioned, I just reposted for those of you listening on Podbean and for those who are just our YouTube subscribers, please go to writeonradio.podbean.com because there's some stuff there that isn't on YouTube. 
including what I just posted is before Jesse became a co-host of the show, she came on as a guest and we took two interviews and got much of her story out. And it is overwhelming. If you've been watching the show for 20, 30 episodes, which many of you are, you don't know Jesse's story. Wow. You will never look at the world the same way again. Your life will be changed forever by hearing these interviews. Mine was, yours will be too. And then you'll really want to get His Kingdom Comes to Power. It's available on Amazon. And just search for, how do you spell your last name, Jesse? C is in cat, Z is in zebra, E, B is in boy, O T A R. And it's Jesse with J E S S I E, Zaboter, His Kingdom Comes in Power, available on Amazon. Look, we're not charging for this broadcast. I'm not running commercials or anything like that. If you want to support, particularly support Jesse, because I've said this a numerous times, we, we have to keep Jesse in this fight full time. She is so important. And, you know, this is just the only way to, to do it. I do. Yeah. So I have my book as well as um, if you go to my Twitter profile page, I also have a link there to my Patreon. Um, right now, you know, the Lord has blessed me with so many individuals who have stepped up and said, hey, I want to donate even just some of them, you know, a dollar a month. But, um, you know, everyone together collectively is making it right now, blessing me so that I can do this full time without having to, you know, work another job. So. All right, Jesse, I'm going to say something and, and i we're doing this live, so there's no editing. Okay. I, no going back, Jeff. <laughs> listen, Jesse is saying she's been blessed, and I believe her in saying that. She's a truth teller. Here's what she's not saying to you. She is actually struggling because she's giving out the money to help others. She's giving out money to pay people who have been helping her, and she is struggling. There's a lot of people that surround Jesse who are part of Jesse's team. And she feels bad because, you know, she's getting some money in and they're doing some of the work and she shares the money with them. So she really does need more. And the people supporting her, by the way, need to be supported as well. Yeah. So sorry, Jesse. I... <laughs> well, this is true. I cannot deny it. So. That that would be my goal, my dream. I would love to be able to, and it's not a lot of people, you know, we're talking five, six individuals, but these warriors have been with me from the very beginning. And, uh, you know, we, on average, you know, the past five years, um, you know, we volunteered five to eight hours a day, you know, doing decoding, locating, mapping, um, you know, for children helping to give the knowledge that was very specific that we had, um, you know, nobody else, not a lot of people are able to come out and talk about the tunnel systems or how those work or mapping those things out. Um, you know, and, and not to say that we were the only ones who had that knowledge, you know, a lot of the military did as well. 
and it took everybody all working all together. But, um, you know, a lot of hours, there's times I was working full time as a chaplain, you know, coming home to a family and then, you know, would be decoding all night long and, and then getting up. I, I used to tease these people, you know, when I say these people, I'm talking about my contacts in, in the government and other military and other things. Um, but, you know, they'd have me working till like two, three in the morning. And then they'd be calling again at four or five in the morning. And I'd just be like, okay, at some point, you guys owe me at least a coffee or a tea card. <laughs> so I am still waiting for my endless supply of coffee or tea <laughs> from the president. I'm going to just put his name out there. You know, somebody has to take responsibility for this. <laughs> I don't think he's branded his own coffee yet, though. So he won't do it until it's his own brand. Okay, well, everybody needs to write, <coughs> tell him he needs to get his own brand of coffee or tea. <laughs> so, and and by the way, in the future, uh, Jesse and I have been working on, I've been waiting to pull the trigger on this um, because I want to do it in the right way and I want to do it in the most respectful way for the audience. But we are building something that if you want to become more involved in the show, uh, it's not that we're going to give away secret intel or get the stuff that we can't say on air. Because if we can't say it on air, we can't say it to you privately either. Yeah. Uh, especially Jesse, she can't give away some stuff. It just, she can't. Um, however, we're going to give you some fast track stuff, some, some really great tools in your arsenal, some things that'll make your life better. And it's going to be overwhelmingly good when we do it. I promise you, I won't do it unless it has that value structure uh, because we're not here to, you know, just get the best, get the most out of you. We want to, we want to grow the shepherd of the sheeple army. You are the shepherds. The people are the sheeple that have not been awake. And by coming into this program, you are a shepherd of the sheeple. So let's go wake them up. That sounds great. I'm all for that. And I think you know, a good overview, you know, people who have read my book, um, you know, if, if you enjoyed that, if that helped you, if it encouraged your faith, you know, this is what Jeff and I are stepping up to do is, you know, to really come up underneath you and to encourage and grow people in their faith, in their um, walk with God. And as you do that, you know, you go from just being, people who casually pray to being mighty warriors that storm the gates of hell. And that's our goal is to encourage people and grow their faith. Amen. It is. And our goal is to make this world a better place as well. And by the way, we're not doing this without risk. You know, don't think that there haven't been repercussions. Uh, you know, <laughs> my life, I felt it. Jesse has been through the ringer. Um, but we've Both got the ringer this past month, but yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, we don't talk about this stuff a lot because we're not going to give the enemy credit. We keep, we're going to keep rolling on. If anything, it makes us more desire to go forward because you know, you're over the target if you're being attacked and right. we are being attacked. <laughs> so having said that, let's call it a day, Jesse. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Our next show is going to be pretty exciting. So, yeah, that's right. Listen, I think all of our shows are pretty good. 
you know, um, so listen, we pray for you. Um, in the name of Heavenly Father, those of you listening, we pray to keep everyone safe. We pray for your discernment. If we said any words here that are not from God or, you know, are, should not have been said, we pray that they fall away from your memory right now. We pray for your health. We pray for your wealth. We pray for your family. We pray for those that you're going to be going to talk to in the future. Love them. You cannot convince someone, uh, you know, to come to the other side. Just love them. And then, and then you can ask them questions. You don't have to give the answers. If you give the answers, it's not going to work. But just ask them questions. Well, why would that happen? Huh? Let them start to think for themselves. That's how you broke out. That's how they'll break out. So in the name of Christ, I pray for you, the listener. I pray for Jesse. I pray for everyone who has been helping us to do this. Uh, certainly all the, uh, all the, you know, the group that we've got on Twitter, the retweets, uh, everyone, like, you're so special to me. I can't wait to meet you. We're going to pull off this retreat one of these days. We haven't figured it out yet, but you know, it's kind of a mess right now <laughs> as far as booking uh, goes. We don't know when things are going to open up and all that, but we'll figure it out soon. Uh, give some suggestions on where. Right. For now. Doesn't mean we're going to listen. <laughs> and please not in the middle of the woods somewhere where where there's bears you know anywhere else i'm open to <laughs> oh, all right I'll, I'll add no mosquitoes not a mass amount of mosquitoes either but <laughs> and don't forget to like and share uh this youtube thing i realized jesse about uh, an hour ago that i forgot to hit the record button so this will not be on Podbean today <laughs> Well, Joyce, we'll remember to fix that next time. <laughs> yeah, and it's over an hour, so I can go Well, there might be a way to do it. I'll see if I can do. Anyways, in the meantime, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. You've been listening to Right On Radio with Jeff and Jesse. We are your faith-based news now. Right on radio. Right on radio.